Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to Isn't Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this episode, we're going back to like a true love. We've done this before, but it's the book is better than the show, basically. You know, take our books that we love so much and they turn them into movies and the shows and they don't make them 40 hours long and it's devastating. Yeah, with mine in particular, I actually had watched the show first, so I hadn't read the book yet. So I was like kind of hoping that I was going to like the book better than the show. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting is that like when shows change the ending just so they can make another season, right? Because they want to make mm-hmm. money on it instead of like doing the nice ending that the book had that like kind of neatly wraps things up for me. So I did nail it, but I'm curious to see how yours went. Because I think you changed yeah. a couple of times, right? I did. Yeah. So I was going to do one um i can tell you what it was i was gonna do bear town which is by frederick bachman which i've done like two other books by him on this show because he's one of my favorite authors right but he has a very specific writing style and it's kind of hard to get into sometimes like one they're also translated and so like just it's just a little bit different um and that one was about like a hockey team and it was just a really slow start i've heard fantastic things about it so i will read it again at some point or finish it i guess but but then okay. i ended up switching over because i also haven't seen that show so i switched over and the one i ended up picking I also still haven't seen the show because once I decided to do the book, also, I already owned the book, too. So I was, you know, I'm knocking out like TBRs here, which was very exciting. Um, But I did the Gersey Literary Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. That is a mouthful. Yeah. Um, Wow. What's the show called? It's the same thing. So it's the Gersey Literary and Potato Peel Pie. Potato Peel Pie Society. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So it's called the same thing. It's on Netflix. Um, the authors are mary ann schaefer and annie barrows and so it's a historical fiction which is fun too because i don't read a lot of those um and it's set like right after world war ii basically um so it starts i guess so also i'm trying to figure out like how to tell it so the entire book i also haven't finished it so there is that um i probably have like an hour hour and a half left to read um but that's okay because then I just won't give anything away. Now you can't spoil it. It's yeah. fine. Um, the entire book is written as letters. So it's like this correspondence oh. between all the different characters. And like that's how they tell you what the story is, what's going on. Um, so one of our main characters, her name's Juliet, and she's an author. So she, um, during the war, wrote this like um, columns basically in one of the magazines that was like Izzy, and she wrote under the pseudonym um, Izzy Beakerstoff. And she basically was what she was kind of trying to do was bring like some sort of humor into the war of like try to give some people like something comic relief yeah like they're like well sometimes the only way to get through these horrific things is to make light of it basically and like and even in like this when she's like writing some of these letters to people because it's been like probably like two-ish years i think a year or two maybe now after it hasn't been that too terribly long after um but she like looks back because like somebody had asked about like a comic and she was like oh you know like i can't believe we actually laughed at that like now looking back she was like but we had no other option but to laugh at these things um but so she had wrote all these columns and this um publisher had collected them all and turned it into a book which is izzy Beakerstaff goes to war and so she's been like touring around like reading the book and stuff Mm-hmm. And so it's start. So it's like her and this gal Susan, who works for the publishing house, are like going on the tour. Um, one of the guys who was like the name of so his name is Sydney. Can't remember his last name, but his last name is part of the name of the publishing house. Um, he's known her since she was twelve. He's like ten years older than her, and is the brother of like her best friend. Oh, um, so they're gonna have a romance. 
I'm not, I'm not telling you there's romance in it. I don't know. You'll have to figure that out on your own. Um, but then her best friend is Sophie. And Sophie lives in Scotland with her husband and her child. And so, um, but yeah, so like they're doing that. And then it like starts because she, so yeah, so she's had great success with this book and she's going to write this other book and she was going to write it about bunnies or something. Okay. Like yeah, a cute I, kid book about bunnies or like informational yeah. or um I think it was gonna be about like people like there's people going and killing bunnies. I feel like the bunnies have like overrun mm. something. Like save the bunnies. No, I don't know. Cause like it's like the very first two pages. And then basically she's like, I just my heart's not in it. I don't want to write about this anymore. Okay. So it never comes to anything. Got it. Yeah, exactly. And Sydney's like, no, that's fine. He's like, also like better that you discover this now than you, you know, six months after you've been writing about bunnies and you just aren't in right, it. Right though. And it's yeah. like, wow, nothing has happened in my bunny yeah. book. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, so she's already these letters. And then um she's like trying to figure out like what she's gonna write about. And at one point Sydney is like, Oh, hey, like the time's called and they are doing this like series kind of thing about um readers and they want people to write you know like what is it that like readers like why do readers read kind of a thing and so it's like Hmm. past present and like philosophical i think are like the three categories and so they've asked her to do like the philosophical and she's like oh that's pretty cool like okay like she's like an avid reader on these things and during all this she gets a letter from this man on Jersey island dossie and he's just like hi um i got a book that used to belong to you that's how i have your address your address was in the cover and it's this book by charles well it's the author is charles lamb but he was writing under a different name that i can't remember and um dossie is like obsessed basically with charles lamb like that's like his favorite author and he's just like you know there aren't any more um bookstores on Jersey island because ultimately they had to like they ended up like people were going and buying the books um to burn for heat and stuff like that and then when the book owner, uh, like the bookshop owner realized that he was like no and like closed his shop but he's like there aren't any other bookstores so like i can't get any more books and he was like i like if it's not too much trouble could you please tell me you know what other because it's like um the book was called selections or selected essays by or something like that he's like well if there's it's selected that must mean that there's more there are more right yeah, yeah. he's like so could you tell me like the title of it and i could go get it from london or something or like have it sent over by post from london um fancy i know right and she's loves it julia is like oh my gosh like i'm so glad that like my book found its way to you and she says this thing like do you think like books have like a homing and um like they just make their way to the perfect reader for the perfect book like there's like so many things throughout this book where it's like it's basically like a book written to readers by a reader for people who love to read like it's that's amazing yeah I love that yeah it's so good um so she like sends him those um and because I think he said something in there that he was like you know like I found this book at the at our uh society our literary and potato peel potato peel pie society um it's just funny yeah and like charles lamb had said something about there was like a roast pig dinner and then dossie is like you know like i really connected to him because like our society started over a roast pig dinner that we had to hide from the germans and so she writes back and she was like okay yeah here like love it this is great i'm glad you got the book here's the answer your questions now if you wouldn't mind i have questions of my own like why did you have to hide this pig from the germans what does this roast pig dinner have to do with anything and what in the world is a potato peel pie um so then he like writes back and apparently like um they had like managed to hide a pig from the germans and i'm you have to read the book 
to figure out how because I'm not going to tell you because it's like this book is funny like this is such an enjoyable read just all of this back and forth um but yeah they tell you that they tell you about like you learn what a potato peel pie is and it does not sound tasty but if you I mean if you're on an island in the middle of the war so basically what happened on Jersey Island is that um so they're a part of England or London I guess they're like under the queen and everything um and they were like oh like we're a small island like nobody's gonna bother us during the war we'll be fine um and then the Germans Hitler was like oh I want the island and so like went and like basically like took it they like called up to London and they were like can you help us and they were like no homie we ain't got no soldiers to send and then they were like can you take our kids so they like shipped the kids off to England to go live with strangers basically which was pretty common in this time um to kind of basically try to save them and so all the soldiers were on this island but then it got to the point where like even like the Germans like the soldiers weren't getting any food or anything like nothing was coming so like they're also starving mm-hmm. as are, so are the people um and like and then like it talks about like you know like it was really up to them like some days you could be like curfew was at five o'clock some days it was at 10 o'clock some days you would be jailed and sent to the camps for being out of curfew sometimes you got off of the warning like it's all over the the place yeah they're like they like their rules changed like their moods like it never made any sense so they never really knew um what to do and then they're like honestly sometimes you just went to bed at five because you were cold like what are you gonna do um and yeah Yeah. so like this little island basically just kind of got left to their own devices but yeah so they start this society and like their literary society is they read a book and then they get to talk about the book and then they're like oh you know what's really fun is like because it, like it starts with trying to get whoever read the book is trying to convince everyone else to read the book he's like and then it's fun when like another person reads the book because then they get the two of them can argue about it um and so it's like super fun so like all these letters are going back and forth and basically um Juliet is like oh my gosh I want to write about like tells him about the times and it's like I want to write about this mm-hmm. and so Dossie like tells it to like the main leader gal of the society so she writes to julia and she's basically like hey like i read your um your the things that you wrote and she's like i worry that you know you'll like basically make fun of us for this and like so can you like tell me like i want to make sure like yeah we'll help you and we'll give you all this information so julia is like i totally understand like one i would never she's like i'm not making fun of readers she's like but she ends up having like her the priest that she knew like all growing up write her a reference letter or a character Mm -hmm. reference letter um and she's like oh yeah he loves me and then also she's like i just wrote this woman to ask her to also send a character reference letter and she hates me so between these two people somebody who loves me and somebody who hates me hopefully you know you can get a good picture of who i am and so then you get to read the letter of like both of them and it's just freaking hilarious and there's like a gal who like adelaide who like lives on Gersh Island who also like hates all the people in the society who like regularly writes to juliet because like they all just start writing her more and more letters and mm-hmm. you're just learning more and more about like during the occupation and all of these things um she ends up getting like a suitor kind of Juliet does like this guy starts sending her flowers and she's like who is this guy how does he even know Aww. like where I am on these tours like what's going on um like I said I haven't finished it I'm pretty close to being done but like it is so good like she basically becomes like friends with these people on this island like through these letters it's like a lot of characters it feels like yeah it is so yeah, it's, it's yeah. Just letters yeah yeah and so it's kind of hard to keep track because also i'm really bad like you know when you get to a chapter and it'll be like the date of whatever i skip over that when i read and so i have to sometimes go back and be like how many days has this been because also there'll be like five little notes in one day and i'm like how are you getting your notes 
to each other so fast. Like it's a letter or like you mailed a letter and they responded the next day. Like, how are these? It seems real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But then I have to be, but then when I go back and I look and I'm like, oh, you know, these people are in the exact same like city and they just have like a little courier boy. Basically. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It really would get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Different times. Yeah. And so like trying to like track like how, how much time has passed. If I actually was like paying attention to the dates, it would be better, but it's too late now. Um, That's good. Yeah. But I love this book. It is so funny. Like I ended up trying to listen to it just for fun because I want to figure out how to pronounce some things. Um, And the person who narrates it definitely does it kind of like more somber. That is Mm -hmm. not how I read it. I read it as just like these are like best friends writing these letters, telling their fun stories. Uh I mean, some of the letters are like, definitely like really heavy like when some some people are starting to talk about like here are the really bad things that happened during the occupation when they were there and those ones you're like okay yeah this is heavy but then there's other ones you know where they're talking about like oh yeah and like i read this letter this book and i did this thing and this is so much fun and like i don't know it's just it's such an enjoyable and it's pretty quick read too i think like collectively it'll take me like I bet it's better than the show, though. Like, I can't imagine a book that's all letters translating the same Mm -hmm. in a show, you know? That's what I'm trying to figure out, like, how they're going to do the show. Because, like, it could be Juliet and then, like, the guy that she, who was, like, sending flowers, they, like, do end up going out to, like, dinner, dance theater type things. And so, like, okay, they could be there. And then, you know, when you're on the island, all those people live together not like together but you know they're all on the island so yeah, i'm like you show I'm, some interaction but like it's yeah. just not the same as like reading their letters yeah so know? i'm wondering like is it going to be like somebody like doing a voiceover reading of the letter while they're like acting Maybe. out what's happening i don't know yeah so i'm really interested to see at once i finish the book i'm going to watch the show because i am interested to see how they do it and how it yeah. all works out um but yeah this is absolutely five out of five this has been like such an enjoyable read and i've kind of been in like a reading slump lately like I had like read a ton of a series and then the series kind of got math and I was just like I kind of lost motivation to read which is why I was really struggling on this one and then this one is like it is just such a fun just feeling read. it yeah I love it I especially for historical fiction I was like surprised like sometimes I kind of almost forget that it's a historical fiction in some of the things like especially mm-hmm. when these letters are going back and forth so quick you can almost be like oh it's an email and I'm like no it's not you're like handwriting all of these letters and like getting trying to get a letter over to australia somehow and it succeeds right. and i'm just like what yeah and they have aeroplanes you know like it's just oh. yeah yeah five of five totally recommend it's a super fun read. sounds like a good one yeah. i like wasn't sure like how that was gonna go since mm-hmm. like the title's a little weird and it's all letters like i've yeah. read stuff that's you know mostly letters before so mm-hmm. like that's not that strange but like you just never know how it's gonna go I yeah that was good yeah and then yeah like you're saying like the title is just like what it's a lot it's a mouthful yeah and then like what is it and what is a potato peel pie right you, d- you do discover and you discover fairly early on i mean not so early i don't want to tell you what it is because i think you need to you know take the journey and learn the journey got mm-hmm. it that makes sense to me yeah but they do tell you what it is like you don't get left in the dark of like what is going on so well that's good well mine is a very a very different experience <laughs> it was still good but um, I did The Flight Attendant by, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm totally going to butcher this person's name, Chris Bojalian. Bojalian. I'm so sorry, I should have looked it up before. I didn't realize it was so complex. Yeah. 
All right. I'm just going to move on from that because <laughs> um, so this is, I think it's on HBO. Yeah. HBO max. Um, so it's a show now. And like I had mentioned earlier, the show made some stylistic choices so that they can continue it. I think there's only two seasons currently. I've watched both of them. I don't know if there's going to be a third season. So mm-hmm. I understand why they made changes to the end. Yeah. And like the show's really good. I really enjoyed the show. But it's definitely a different journey because it's made to be a standalone book. Like there's no intention of there being follow-up. It's not – the suspense is not really there. So like in the show, basically the gist is that like the main character wakes up. She's a, a – flight attendant that drinks too much. Um, This is the premise for both of these, but I'll explain the differences in a second. So basically the whole premise for this story is that Cassie, the flight attendant, she travels all over the place. She's in her mid thirties. She drinks way too much to the point of like blackouts regularly. She wakes up in Dubai in a bed of a man and she's like, crap, I did it again. I got to get to my flight. So as she's like contemplating what she's going to do here, she rolls over and the guy's dead, like throat slashed. He did. That's like she's got dead. blood on her oh but like she's like i don't think i did that like i've never been violent when i'm drunk but i definitely don't remember everything that happened and so she like panics she gives like she takes a shower to get the blood off of her she like wipes her fingerprints off of everything because she's decided <laughs> to like i gotta leave like she's in dubai you know mm-hmm. it it's not necessarily safe to be a woman in a lot of other countries like yeah. especially if there's like a murder potentially like obviously he's dead she's like was it an accident like she's got no idea what's happening right oh you can accidentally get your throat slashed though but that's how i felt too but like (laughs) she also saw that like there was a bottle that they were drinking the night before that had like um been broken and so she's Mm. like did i like did we have a fight maybe like because she only remembers like him being like very nice and like washing her hair in the shower and just like being a really sweet guy but like she only met him on the plane he was on the airplane there so that's how she met him okay so they ended up like she was his flight attendant. Um, so her only real focus is getting the heck out of Dubai, getting onto her plane and back to the U.S. so she can find a lawyer to talk to, which mm-hmm. I think makes sense to me. But also in the eyes of crime, it doesn't look good. No. Yeah. No. So um, basically the difference between because i'm gonna have to talk about the book now but basically in the show you're not going to hear any information really about like what actually happened to alex sokolov the guy who was murdered but in the book it alternates not every chapter but most chapters between cassie and then the person who did kill him so you know like pretty much right away who actually killed him and cassie knows more information in the book than she does in the show because they have to make the show drag on a little right Mm -hmm. so just kind of the way they lay it out is different so i'm just going to focus on the book right now so if you haven't watched the show maybe you don't listen because it is the same information it's just they lay it out very differently in the book versus in the show Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to try to spoil anything necessarily because I was pretty surprised at how the ending all kind of turned out. But anyways, so basically Alex works for a hedge fund and he's been skimming off the top. He's been cheating people. He's been taking money. Um, he's like very into like his Russian roots. Um, he like wants to like be Russian essentially. And he thinks that like a lot of the Russian oligarchs are like people that like are like uncles to him. So he's got like some connections. So it's not really clear throughout most of the story, like who exactly Alex is. That's one of the things that the FBI wants to become aware that Alex, who is an American citizen, was murdered in Dubai, starts looking into. They start wondering, you know, like, is he a spy? Does he work for us? Does he work for them? Like, because sometimes the US government doesn't even know that someone works for them because you can be really deep undercover. Yeah. And it's like only certain people are allowed to know your identity for your safety. So 
it's kind of a spy but spy novel with <laughs> Cassie just trying to figure out her own alcoholism and survive. Yeah. Um, so basically, because Alex was skimming money, you really find this out right away. Literally the first thing after you find out that Cassie's just trying to get the heck out of there. And so somebody essentially was hired to kill him, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the U.S.'s main like assumption anyways for throughout this whole thing. But there are more nuances to it. Like there's more people involved than you really know throughout most of the book because there's only one primary person they talk to. So while Cassie was in the hotel with Alex drinking, this woman, Miranda, comes and Cassie just assumed they were like co-workers. It sounded like she was probably going to be in the same meetings as Alex while they were in Dubai. And so Cassie didn't really think much of it. Like mm -hmm. the, the woman left. Cassie thought that she had left. But then when she woke up in bed, she's like, I don't know. That's why she was wondering if she like blacked out and did something. Because she's mm -hmm. like, I really remember getting dressed and trying to leave. You find out later like how that whole thing happens. Um, I'm not going to tell you. But yeah. basically, the person that killed Alex has a moral conscience. And they prefer to only, they've only killed a handful of people for the Russians. Because Miranda's Russian. Mm -hmm. um, and so she just didn't kill the flight attendant. She just was like... She was really drunk. She's not here. She's just collateral. Like, I don't, I don't want to yeah. kill her. Yeah, she's not going to remember. It's not an issue. Or... But once the organization she works for finds out that Cassie was there and had met her, even though she had given a fake name, she could recognize her. She's mm -hmm. like, they're like, nope, you got to get rid of the flight attendant. So Miranda is trying to find Cassie and Cassie is trying to get, well, one, stop drinking because that's like a focal point really for most of Cassie's dialogue, honestly, is that she's really struggling that like her father was an alcoholic and he died in a car accident where he actually vehicular manslaughtered two teenagers. Um, yeah, rough, right? When she was like really young too. She was like 11. Um, so like this is just something she's really struggled with her whole life. And so she recognizes essentially like it's not really rock bottom necessarily for her when she wakes up with a dead man in her bed because it's there and when she wakes up in his bed, I guess. But like at the same time, it's kind of like an awakening where it's like, oh, God, I, I do feel like, like I'm could be rock really bottom, spiraling. <laughs> she still does some more stuff, though, that oh, like okay. puts herself in danger and continues to like not necessarily do the thing that she needs to do for her. So I don't know if it necessarily was rock bottom, but it was definitely like a moment where she was like, oh, maybe I should rethink my life a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, so Cassie continues to just like fly on airplanes while essentially dealing with a lawyer who in the show is like her best friend, like long term best friend is her lawyer. But it's not like that in um, the book. Actually, they she gets set up with like a union lawyer, essentially, because she works for the airlines. So they have yeah. a union. And so they're trying to protect her to some degree. So she does tell them all the information that they want to know. Like, but she says that Alex was alive when she left and her lawyer's like, you're not supposed to outright lie. Like she's like, if yeah, I couldn't plead the fifth anymore, like it looks bad too, you know? Yeah. So like, I get why Cassie makes some of her decisions, but she just like straight up goes against what her lawyer tells her to do yeah. in dealing with like this murder investigation. So like I said, she's still got some growth areas. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, I really can't tell you much more because it all really like overlaps, but the gist of it is Miranda is trying to find Cassie and Cassie is trying to figure out how the heck not to die or <laughs> stop drinking. So yeah. um, it was really good. Uh, like I said, it, the way it ended was so different than the show. And I actually really liked the way it ended. I kind of wish they had ended it like that. Like Cassie gets her shit together. Like she becomes like who she's pretty much wanted to be, even though she's been through this like entire ordeal. Mm -hmm. Um 
yeah, I, I don't know. I think five out of five, better than the show. The show I would I would give like a a three or four because the okay. show does some weird stuff where it like she talks to herself in her head in the show a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen it, but like she'll just like go into this like bar in her mind where she talks to other versions of herself. And I was super wondering how that was going to come across in a book. I was like, so does she do that in the book? I think it's just that they're they couldn't figure out how to go through like her internal struggle, like her dialogue okay. with herself. And so that's what it is. But yeah, I didn't like, feel like in the show, doesn't she like talk to Alex's dead ghost person or something? Yeah, she too? talks to like she's like she definitely in the show seems like she's like steering into insanity more yeah. because of those types of scenes. Like it's super weird. Like literally, like her past self will appear like in a giant martini glass. Yeah. And, you're and like, like I know they're trying to show that like this is like who she was or whatever and what she's like struggling with, but like I don't know. I felt like in the show it made it kind of strange. But again, most of the book is her internal dialogue and struggle. So like I get they had to represent that somehow. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to do that. But it made it confusing for me in the show. I would be like, wait, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. So in the book, it's... it was much clearer because you can okay, just good. see what she's talking about. Like, yeah, you okay. can see her dialogue. Um, so yeah, I think the book was really good. Definitely recommend. Definitely awesome. Recommend. Okay. That, yeah, because that has been a concern because I watched the show too, only like the first season. But yeah, I was like, how in the world like, are you going to do this like weird like jumping into her mind in the book? But yeah, so yeah, you're, not, you're there's just like having none internal... of that like okay. mind palace thing. Yeah, I don't okay. know what that is. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes me feel better. I'm more likely to read the book now. <laughs> Way better than the show. Yeah, yeah, but awesome. definitely recommend. Good. I'm glad we both got some good ones, and also very different, right? Like very different. We're like spy murder. What's going on? And then some historical, historical fiction, fiction. <laughs> of in letter form. In letter form, right? Yeah. What a variety. So weird. Um. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head what next episode is. So come back, be surprised. I think we have like Twisted Peter Pan stories. I think Ooh, we both have different. That's right. Peter yeah. Pan retelling. Yeah. Peter Pan is not nice. So we'll tell you about that next episode. Until then, check out our social medias. We have Instagram, it's not past your bedtime, Twitter, IIPYB underscore pod. And then, ooh, we could get a little blue check for $8. Go us. We're not going to. I'm not going to do but, that. No, but we, but we could. could have. Um, and then <laughs> TikTok, is not past your bedtime? Um, but yeah, come check us out if you got things to say. Um, you know, if you have ever tried a potato peel pie and you can tell me if it's good, I'd really appreciate it. I will not I would be love making to it. Know. I will not be making one. But if you it's have like tried something it, my Irish grandmother would do. Yeah, probably because you know it's basically what it is. It's like they ran out of everything, and because as you would run out of food, and so he just was trying to make a fun treat for his friends. That's where all the nutrients are, right, in the skin. I read that somewhere. Don't know if it's true. (laughs) Fact check needed. But with that, we will talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.